new on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking the ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Show, the place where WEEI.com's Rob Bradford talks all things that interest him. Some of which you might just want to listen to. So sit back and soak in another episode of the soon-to-be award-winning show a whole bunch of people are talking about. The Bradford Show. Here's Rob Bradford. Welcome into the Bradfoe Show. As you can probably hear, I am not Rob Bradford. I'm Ben Kitchen from the Dale and Holly Show. He's on his uh, Johnny Carson summer tour right now, which means he's got fill-ins for him. So that's why I'm here. And today we're doing the NWOA Injury Report. That's the Newton Wellesley Orthopedics Association Injury Report with Dr. Kenneth Pollavy. Dr. Pollavy, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Very good, very good. A little bit better than Shane Victorino, but uh, and we'll jump right in. He had successful, what seems to be successful, back surgery on uh, to repair a couple of discs, the three, four, and four, five. Now, quick question about that: um, What exactly goes into that back surgery? Were they fusing the vertebrae, or what exactly were they doing to repair those? Uh, no, uh, basically there was a herniation where the disc material, which is a little bit like crab meat pushes out against the nerve root and the spinal cord. So they basically would go in and make a little window and take those pieces out. So there's no fusion involved. That's um, that's a much bigger surgery. Okay. Uh, so he doesn't have to do that. The rehab said maybe three to four, three to five, maybe five to six months. What would be your best guess about that? And then we'll get back into the rehab a little bit later. Well, the, the important thing is that uh, these, after you have surgery, you form scar tissue, and you want the scar to settle in a little, and that way less pieces are at risk in the future for uh, coming out again. Uh, so the, the whole idea is to just take it easy 
not really rush into any rehabilitation. I believe that they've uh, restricted him to walking uh, for one month and not to perform any bending, lifting, or twisting. Uh, once he gets beyond, say, four to six weeks, then they can start with some light physical therapy and gradually increase. But uh, really, will take a good six months for him to improve. All right, let's start at the beginning of this season. He was having these hamstring issues that he couldn't shake, and we know he's obviously had the lower back problems. How much does that hamstring injury affect the lower back? Well, they're they're probably interrelated. A lot of times the hamstrings will go into spasm or he'll feel pain or someone will feel pain in the back of the leg, in between the hip and the knee. And what that actually may be is pressure on one of the nerve roots in the back causing muscle spasm. So it's likely, it, it appears that he had a ruptured disc previously because it's described uh, that he had a newer and larger disc herniation this time. Okay. So now that he's had the surgery and you said he, he can't bend, twist, or lift, or as Shane Victorina called it, the BLT, um, how, what exactly is he going to be doing while rehabbing? Once he gets through that month, the six weeks that you talked about, what, what will be the first step? What can he start doing then? Well, then they'll start uh, with some basic uh, stretching. Uh, there's probably some weakness, um, especially in the lower back muscles, in the hamstrings. Um, the L3-4 disc controls the um, quadriceps, which is the front of the leg muscle between the hip and the knee. And all those areas will need to be gradually strengthened and stretched out so that he can increase, um, um, you know, his, his strength in these areas and uh, also his endurance. So what, what will be some of the activities he can do? He can start with a slow jog, stuff like that? Uh, he can start with a slow jog. He can start with some light weights. He can start uh, with some aerobic conditioning, some stretching, um, pretty much all of the, the basic um, physical therapy regimes. Now, being a spine surgeon, yourself, not me, um, yes. and you've seen this type of surgery done before, what... Um, what are the most likely setbacks that could occur moving forward for Shane? Well, if he pushes it too fast, too far, he may develop some um, muscle spasm or inflammation, which will delay the process. Um, there is a, I would say, a 7 to 11% recurrence rate um, when you do a disc surgery, and that could just, that's really not related to anything. Uh, so the, the biggest problem is, is a disc recurrence. Um, in the future, of course, there you know, may be some um, arthritis or wear and tear set, setting in uh, simply because there was surgery and you took a piece of the disc out. Now, how will this, moving forward, once he gets kind of through the rehab process, Will he regain 100% range of movement, say, you know, like swinging a bat, throwing a ball? He should regain 100% of his motion. Um, you know, the, the strength is another thing. If, if there was some type of 
chronic pressure on the nerve root and it doesn't wake up 100%, then he could have some weakness in his legs. And we all know that, you know, legs are an important part of uh, running, playing the outfield, and also swinging the bat. Um, so uh, it's hopeful that he'll regain uh, most of his strength and be able to perform uh, at the level that he was performing before. Of the amount of these surgeries that you've done or you've seen or you've heard about, how many times would you say that that, it, that patient has had to go back and had a similar treatment? Uh, well, again, uh, I'd say probably 5 five to 10%. Okay, so... Would, looking... would, would lead to another surgery. Um, it's, not, it's not that high, and I think... Um, with the, you know, proper findings and proper diagnosis, I would say 96 percent, 90 even probably 96 percent of people uh, will improve. Well, I appreciate you taking some time with me today, Dr. Pallavi. I really do appreciate you sharing some of your expertise with us. It's very nice of you, and you're making Red Sox fans feel a little bit better today. Well, we have to keep rooting for the team. That's right. Uh, hopefully, we will see him back on the field for spring training, the beginning of spring training at the, towards the end of February. We certainly would expect it. Thank you, Dr. Pallavi. Thank you. Again, that was Dr. Kenneth Pallavi. He is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. He's an expert on spine surgery and sports medicine. He is the uh, Associate Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at the Newton-Wellesley Hospital, and formerly he was a president of the Massachusetts Orthopedic Association. So he does know what the hell he's talking about, and he's very optimistic that Shane Victorino will be back on the field, and he won't have a reoccurrence where he'll need another back surgery to fix those discs in his lower back. So we're hoping that he'll be back on the field come the end of February, right as spring training is starting, and that he will regain a lot of the abilities he had before, and hopefully maybe this can help with that hamstring, that lingering hamstring injury that he's had that could be related to these lower back problems. Now, obviously, right now the Red Sox are looking at kind of a full outfield with Shane, so the question mark is, will Shane be able to play right field again? Obviously, at Fenway Park, it's a huge right field, and it it is a lot of stress on him having to cover all that ground. Now, you have Jonas Cespedes, you have Alan Craig, Jackie Bradley Jr., you have all these guys coming up, and you've got a crowded outfield. Could this spell the end of Shane Victorino? I don't think it will. He seems very optimistic. If you've read his uh, read Rob Bradford's article with Victorino from the other day, he's very optimistic. He thinks he can get through the rehab process sooner than he's expected to, and really get back into shape and playing shape and be not just still rehabbing coming into spring training, but full bore, ready to go. So we're really hoping to see that from Victorino because they really do need his leadership. And for those of us who've actually been inside the locker room and seen it, he is a true leader on that team. People do follow him. He's a very outspoken member of the Red Sox. And he's proven to be an important member of the Red Sox. Now, if you think of Victorino, he's been a very good outfielder. Uh, a fielding outfielder. Cespedes is a pretty good fielding outfielder. Jackie Bradley Jr. is a very good fielding outfielder. So if you have those three guys, let's say Cespedes is in left, JBJ's in center, and Victorino's in right, you're covering a lot of ground right there. Playing Victorino playing next to Jackie Bradley Jr. will help Victorino a little bit because 
JBJ can cover so much ground and take a little of the pressure off Victorino. So moving forward, if those three guys are still with this team come next spring training, you're looking at what could be an elite defensive outfield. So we're really hoping Victorino gets back to full form. The power will probably go down. He will be 34 going into next season. So obviously your power number is going to come down unless you're Barry Bonds. And, you know, Cespedes has got the power. Jackie Bradley Jr. can't really hit. Let's see if that balances out next year. Obviously they can make other moves. They brought in Alan Craig. We don't know where he's really going to fit in. He is an outfielder by trade. So he, he could be out there. He could take some time from Victorino and help make sure Victorino stays healthy through a full season. As you know, Shane only played 30 games this year and had a lot of time down in rehab starts down in the minor leagues. So we're really hoping that he can get back to full form, ready to go for next season. As you know, this season's pretty much a lost cause, so you want your guys to get that surgery early. This is Victorino's taking the exact opposite course that someone like Carl Crawford did who waited forever to get his surgery right before the season started. Victorino said, no, let's do it now. I want to be back. I want to be ready to go next spring training. We'll see if that works out. I really hope it does because you could have an electric outfield next year. A little bit older with Victorino, but an electric outfield nonetheless. Again, I am Ben Kitchen filling in for Rob Bradford on the Bradfoe Show today. This was your NWOA Injury Report with Dr. Kenneth Pollavy. I appreciate you guys listening. You can hear me every day on the Dale and Holly Show, hosting for at four or moderating, so to speak. You can follow me on Twitter at YoungBenWEEI. Thank you for listening yet again. New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them, we study them, we hope the big one never comes. Don't look up, it's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick, they even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano-spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 